Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's Leslie from Michigan. Good morning. It's Port Carlos from Portland. Chris from the UK. Well, we got a small group of ladies this morning, probably because of the holiday. Anybody want to open it up for sharing? I sound like a broken record, but I start another new job on Monday, so <laughs> I'm excited about that. It should be interesting. We shall see what God has in store for me, and I am faith-filled and filled with anticipation. It'll be great. Just a one-liner as to what it is. Oh, sure. It's it's a another. It's a legal assistant position. With no experience necessary, so that you can <laughs> and it pays a lot more than I had expected. But when we talked again, he went up a little, a little bit, and it's just, just one attorney in myself. So I think I'll learn a ton, which is exactly I'm looking at it sort of as an internship. So it'll be, you know, like I said, I, I really have no expectations, no attachments. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it and I know I've been looking at a lot of I just started looking at some other sales jobs and some nursing jobs and I just had no peace about them and then this guy called me and I just I just get filled with excitement and you know so again how far from home it's a lot closer it's about 25 minutes so that's a lot better (laughs) than the other one (laughs) well I called you Leslie. I'm sorry. It sounds so perfect. No, I think so. You know. That's awesome. Thank you. Qualified. <laughs> yeah, I I'm it'll be interesting, so that's all I can say. What else what else, you know, I just it's so feels so good just to trust God, you know. And again it was mm-hmm. easy to get hired and it was funny too because uh I found him online and and I decided to go to it, even though it said phone is said to send your resume, you know, email it or give him a call. And he left his cell phone. I'm like, well, I'm just going to show up there. You know, it's close to my house. Why not? So I go in, office is closed. And uh, so then I call the cell phone. And he's like, well, I'm going to be interviewing. He's like, I just think you're way overqualified, Leslie. I don't, you know, he's like, I, I think you would probably be great at it, but I just, I don't, I think you're overqualified. And, I said, well, I'm about, I'm just at the burning down the street. Are you going to be in your office soon? And he's like, well, I'll be there in half an hour. I said, well, can we meet? And he said, sure. So then we met and we talked and it was fine. And like I said, I know I look overqualified for on my resume, but not for a legal assistant. You know, I'm not overqualified in that respect. So, so I, I hopefully it'll be a win-win for both of us. And he, he did ask if I would at least give him 60 days because, 
he, and I don't blame him, you know, he's like, I just don't want somebody to offer you more money and then you'll leave me in a lurch when I'm looking for, you know, basically everything illegal, secretary, paralegal, and nurse assistant because it's just a small office, you know. So I said, that's fine. I can I can give you 60 days. So we shall see. The story continues <laughs> as it always does. That's so wonderful because it sounds like he's in an opportunity and he's willing to teach. Exactly. You know, you don't have any experience. Right. Right up front, there's going to be teaching involved, and what a beautiful opportunity for you to get some experience and some formal education, basically. Right, right. And learning on the job, and I mean, I do, I have a teeny tiny bit of experience from working at the, you know, the Federal Defender's Office for that eight weeks, but that's just enough to get started, you know what I mean? So I think he, I agree, I think, and I love to learn, so I'm, I'm, I'm just excited that I didn't settle so quickly for going back into sales and nursing, you know, because I was, it's just, I know it's only been five weeks, but I just, I do like to work, and I'm just like, I I just, I'm, I'm glad I'm starting Monday. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so, Chris, how's it going with your, with Ethan? I had myself muted. Um <laughs> It's interesting. We're we're really fine. We're really quite fine. The one thing, you know, I had said I have never lived with him. And to know, you know, have somebody in your house and doing the the dance of daily living and that stuff. And um, yet I have become like totally aware that everything is set up for everything's set up for our learning Mm -hmm. and one little thing this little thing that little thing and it it has you're going to say nothing to do with them in a way you know and mary knows my my most one of my most (laughs) recent stories is um i well i'm going to preface this with my thing is teach me teach me gently and pay attention so I have to say, okay, I'm going to pay attention. And the way I pay attention is through a, a little, um, when I'm uncomfortable, you know, when something happens and I'm uncomfortable. Well, I know this sounds silly, but I have a way of doing the laundry, which I think it works. You know, we, we hang clothes outside most of the time. And I put them right on hangers, and I have little clothespins on a round thing where there's about 15, 20, I don't know how many things that you can get on one thing. And if it rains, you can quick pull it in, or you just hang it right up. And I've got Ethan's clothes hanging on these for him he, so that because he's out of a suitcase. Well, I was going out for the evening. Ethan needed clothes for the next day. And I gave him the hangers, told my partner, Dave, um, I wanted it done. You know, this is the hangers. Here's the stuff all for Ethan. I come home. It's outside, hung up with clothespins. <laughs> and, and I just looked at it. And inside, I went like, I was just so annoyed. I mean, really, really, really annoyed. 
and I was going to call Mary, and she wasn't home. I said, just to talk me. And then I started going, I'm doing forgiveness. I forgive you. You forgive me. It's nothing. They have nothing, you know, doing a whole pono pono. And um, uh, it took me, it took me a while to get calm about it. it you know, I didn't say anything to either of them. And then, um, and then I came full circle and just totally owned it, you know. And um, the thing I told Mary, which which I can see, is Dave just does things his way. Why he's you know doing that for me to learn, you know, I don't know. And here, I don't think Ethan has ever hung clothes outside with clothespins, you know. And so here he's got Dave showing him how to hang clothes up with clothespins. Nothing wrong with it. It's just that my way is definitely better, you know. And um, I, and I I made the decision that I wasn't going to say anything about it. He was going to take care of his own clothes. He's you know they can and that, but you know I didn't need to be the one to show everybody what to do. And um, uh, it, it took some, you know, keep biting my tongue and just knowing that it's, it's fine. There was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with what they did. It just wasn't my way. And uh, um, I can see, you know, the different, like I say with Ethan, the different little personality things and how how I can handle a person in the house better than Dave can. And, uh, and just knowing that he's going through his own lessons, you know. So it's very, very, very interesting. A lot of little letting goes. Say something. Lots of opportunities to practice. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's that's me. And I keep, I keep, you know, saying, saying, I want, I want things to be gentle, 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 Mm -hmm. and close pins. You know, I'm upset. By close pins. Yeah. And, yeah. But you know, and it's all the ego. The ego wants to be right instead of be happy. It's so true. And yeah. anywhere the I, ego can mm-hmm. hit you. Even if it's and, um, So, <laughs> yeah. And I can see, I mean, Ethan just, um, I can see that he's going to have a challenge because he, he definitely likes to be right. You know, and knows how to do everything, but everybody reinforces that that's a teenage boy, and um, and I I can see my son's behavior in him, and oh my gosh, you know I mean it's but he's really in most ways just really delightful and and an easier guest, easy guest. He's easy to please, and but uh, interestingly, he is. Um, in pain, you know, it's hard to talk metaphysically when you want to say he is in pain. I don't want to use the, you know, label him this and that, but he will stop in the afternoon and say, I need to um, rest because the pain, he does call it my pain. And I did say, well, call it the pain, you know. And uh, he says the chronic pain. And he's got some labels for it. And I can see he's, you know, um, um, that I, 
I don't know how much he uses it as an excuse for things, but he ha- he doesn't really seem to be, you know. And again, that's that's something that he has to deal with. And uh, I haven't said, oh, come on and do this anyway or anything. I just let him let him uh, govern the, the situation. And so far, it's been, you know, has not caused caused me a lot of problems other than I would like him to completely redo my garden. (laughs) So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Well, I, um, you know, Chris, it's talk about divine guidance. Um, I was listening to a... um, portion in um, Robert Perry's, I have a text um, recording and commentary by Robert Perry and Greg Mackey, Course in Miracles, Circle of Atonement, and right after we spoke, I was listening to something from the text, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you my codes and let you get into it, because it was everything we talked about. I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. You know, we were talking, and it said... Um, things like um, Jesus tells us if somebody um, offends you or does something to hurt you or gets you upset, bless them. If somebody slaps your face, I'm paraphrasing, of course, somebody slaps your face, you know, um, physically and metaphysically, they're so upset, you know, they don't hurt you, but, you know, it's just like an insult Bless them twice, you know, and it was just, I don't mean beating you up, you know what I mean, just really mm-hmm. you. And it, it just was an answer to just about everything we were talking about. And I was just so amazed. Um, anyhow, I was just uh, really impressed how, if we look deep enough and we know where to go, all of the answers that we're looking for are in the course. You know, that always mm-hmm. that always amazes me. I don't know why, but it does. And and that it came to you with barely looking. Yeah, that was you the know? amazing thing. I mean, and the timing, you know, it was just divine timing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I, I'm like I don't know it's sort of like you know how when you're figuring something out and something's becoming like you're really getting aware of it and you think uh, you know I I can give up being angry you know I don't like this uncomfortable feeling and that really all I have to do is give it up I don't have to have anybody do anything they don't have to do anything. I give up the feeling. You know, or trans, so trans. And it's it's like, oh. And then you, you kind of like almost feel like you're walking in a different dimension or something because people are doing this and that. And they're doing this for you, you know. Okay, now react this way. I mean, it, it's it's um definitely... Interesting. And, you know, it's so much of a choice. Like yesterday, 11 o'clock at night, the stewardess is starting her 
laundry. And, you know, I mean, I really, I really, I initially got pissed off. I said, what the, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? You know, how many times have we been going over this? 30 years, I've been begging her, begging her. And there she goes, starting laundry. So then I said, you know, I'm tired. It's exhausting to, to keep getting upset about this. I mean, really, do you hear it? Right now, can you block it out of your mind? So I just said, okay, I'm just going to block it out of my mind. And I mean, if, especially after I, I listened to that um, section in the text twice, and then this happened, and I thought, oh. you know, well, I guess that's the practice. That's the practice. I'm just supposed to forgive it and let it go and not let it bother me. If I want to choose peace. And I'm so tired, you know, because Chris and I were talking that any disruption of peace is a disruption, regardless of how severe it is. And so, I mean, by myself engaging and using some language and kind of getting that anger out of my system right there really allowed me to be peaceful because normally I would be, you know, harboring it and complaining about it and it would go on for a couple hours, but I just let myself express it and then decided, I called in the Holy Spirit, and then I just decided I wasn't going to let this rob me of my joy. I'm feeling pretty good. And it worked. Excellent. Yeah. You know, one thing that's helped me, too, and I'm, I know you guys have all heard this, is what you resist persists. And I never really understood that until I had experience and this was back when I was in sales and I had to do a lot of overnights in a hotel and, and sometimes I was working late and so I had I was trying to take a nap actually and the lawnmower started and I was so annoyed and then I thought you know what okay what you what you resist persist so I'm just like okay I'm just going to totally accept the reality of the moment now they are mowing the grass they are doing their jobs it's all in it's all in, in divine timing, it's all perfect and I, I really concentrate on hearing the lawnmowers. And I don't know if they stopped or if I just drifted off to sleep or but it just all of a sudden it just it didn't bother me anymore and I was able to take a nap. It was and I've just really tried to do that when something is annoying me like that to accept the moment and just not not resist it so much. You guys have all heard that, right? What you resist persists. I don't know who that's from, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I I have tried to with a noise, tried to harmonize with it. (laughs) But that's neat, Mary. That you just you went into your feelings and then you were able to yeah to go into that. You chose peace over it, so that's. That's me. You know, I don't. No, I keep telling myself I don't know what anything's for. You know, for a long time I thought she was doing it intentionally. Um, but I really have to believe that she's not doing it intentionally. She's just meeting her own needs. I could excuse it easier when she was working, but now that she's retired, um, you know, she's home all day and then she starts her laundry eleven or twelve o'clock at night and. She does four or five loads. You know, I, I, I don't understand it, but 
I just, it must be something, what is it, something within me that I'm reflecting? Maybe, you know, I know, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just have to let go. You know, Jennifer said, you know, encourages us to just let go of trying to understand things and figure things <laughs> out and even little things that don't, don't have any great value in conversation, you know, to just not even speak of them. And so I, that's what I've been practicing this week, you know, and, and not even speak of them, but really not even think about them, you know, not the the little stuff. I mean, I get so upset over the little stuff. And I think it comes from all those training hours and experience in nursing, you know, where you really, you're, you have to, you're looking out for so many people simultaneously and you're really protecting the environment. Um, I, I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? I, I have noticed this week that I'm paying attention to um, not sweating the little stuff and just trying to capitalize on the good stuff. And uh, yeah, it is interesting that we got into a profession where you have to watch everything. I mean, you had to have eyes behind your head. You and had, you had to, you just had to, you know. And multitasking and everything, and then working at a teaching institution, so not only nurses, but medical students and residents who need monitoring. Um, <laughs> anyhow, blah, 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 but what I want But I think you're on the right track, Mary, as far as not taking it personally. Yeah, you know, yeah, like thanks. I your, that, because I... Yeah. Um, I don't. Because I could see how you how your mind would go there with the laundry lady, you know. Um, so that I think that's a good practice. That is because you know it's never personal, not ever. No, and we're never upset for the reason we think. Exactly. Yeah. And my group's going going good. Um, we got a, we had a little organizational meeting, so now we have a secretary and a person who sets the room up, one who takes it down, wow. one who collects the money, couple greeters. <laughs> so it's like totally transforming. Did you try what you what you talked about with Jennifer as far as doing the intention with the one word or not yet? No, I didn't do it this week cuz that we had our first organizational meeting. Okay. And um we uh we I did talk again about um the time we're going to have a timer it's going to be set for three minutes after three minutes it's going to go off after you know two minutes you have two minutes to wrap it up so Mm. and we talked about a talking stick and anyhow it's um it's work in progress yeah but it's been fun yeah yeah So, Carla, do you want to share any insights you've had from your visit with your family? Not to put you on the spot, but to put you on the spot, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, I could take up the whole hour. <laughs> uh, we'll give you the talking stick. Just kidding. <laughs> um, 
So let me Please keep focus in time. and I'm going to ask myself, what can I share? Um, well, it was interesting how this is really important. I think feel it's really important for me to remember, so I'll speak it. So my uncle, my uncle, <clears throat> who's my father, who's dead, and his brother, and he, he, I haven't really visited him in the last few times because I've just been focusing on my mother. So he actually came up when I was working outside and and started telling his story about how, just story after story. And it's interesting. That's happening to me. Even last night I had a Course in Miracles group, and there's only two of us, and it's just interesting how the person, like, told story after story. And and I, it's, I realize that it's my opportunity to release any judgments that come up in my mind. Um, Everything is. Everything is an opportunity for judgments. Even when I think I have to do something, I, if I remember to do it, I get to release that thinking and just be open to possibilities. And, and I did notice that everybody that was coming up and telling their story, basically what it came to me was that they were... Well, one thing, wanting to be right, <laughs> and I was able to release that sometimes, and that they really want to be seen as they're doing their best. I don't think they even consciously know that, but that's what I heard in this story, that Elder's story is wanting to be right, is really they're wanting to be seen that they're doing their best, and that's what I got to learn from all those stories and all my stories. <laughs> it's interesting. That we're just wanting to really focus on that we're all doing our best every moment. And I fell down plenty of times. I There's a lot of instances where I was really challenged and I... I forgot that, and I I would get connected into the story of the poor me or whatever. I, it's a lot of stories. It's whatever story came up in my mind. And uh, just um, was, oh, no, I so, do I still get caught up in the stories? Yes. It, there's many moments that I can just focus on the gratitude and how how I was able to see so with so much clarity and not all the time but so much better than ever before. So um, I don't know, it's just amazing to me because my own this, personal this. okay. This might be asking you to repeat some more story, but I am can, uh, wondering if your nieces helped Grandma more the rest of the time, or did you speak? Did you have any more conversations with them? That was interesting. It's another wonderful experience because 
what they did, they were kids. They're kids. I want them to see it and offer. They did not do that. And so I got the opportunity to release any attachment to that idea. But whenever I asked them to do anything, they were very willing to do anything. I mean, there's a couple little issues where they didn't want to do something. But for the most part, they were open. And, and I was just grateful for that, you know. It was... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh. And there's just such huge awareness. It's so true that everybody is doing the best they can. You know, everybody is trying their best. I mean, with the with how you're saying with the different stories, and instead of being right, um, just to not judge it. That's that's so huge. That's awesome. Awesome work. And I'm and sure you know, it was not easy because families can certainly trigger us. <laughs> you know, something. And we're, all, we're all one. I'm sorry, Mary, but we're all one. That, so I, I'm grateful that all the healing I've been hearing you guys do, I feel it. I feel, I felt it with me. So, anyhow, sorry. That what, Mary? Yeah, Carla, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, Carla shared a little. Um, in the first year call, and she was comparing to some days she wakes up in the morning and she feels good and well-rested, and some days she doesn't, and maybe she's gotten the same amount of hours of sleep, and what makes that difference? And I, I really took that in really deeply, and I realized that that's true for me. And when I get up in the morning, I just have to decide, you know, whether – I've got enough hours of sleep. The numbers don't matter. I'm just going to decide to feel good. I'm going to just decide to get up regardless of what I feel like, force myself to get up and feel good because I think that's what spirit wants us to do. And so anyhow, Carla, I really, you know, because I've been thinking about that, and when you spoke that, it was like you were speaking my truth because I think, you know, we do have opportunities. We do have choices. Every moment of the day, every moment. And the more I, you know, I always had an aversion to when people say, it's all good, it's all good, you know, it's all good. And especially when they say it, and it's a judgment, of course, on my part, and I feel like they're just saying it. They're not, they don't mean it. But And I still don't like what that sounds like. But the truth is, I think everybody is doing their best. I, th- I think it's true. Um if we're willing to be open to it, and I guess that's the forgiveness for me because I feel like maybe I've been resisting it for so many years. Maybe I've been choosing to be miserable or, or you know what I'm saying? And then I'll start beating myself up about that. And I said, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to forgive myself. And, um, you know, I thought <laughs> in my pain management group, um, I, I may have said this before, but um, she suggested I get a jar and, and put some money into it every time I judge myself. <laughs> and I think I'm, I think I'm going to do that really, because I am getting better. I really am. I mean, I've proved tremendously, and especially with everybody bringing it to my attention. So my awareness has definitely improved, but it's so harmful. It's so toxic. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, some of the things I say to myself, I would never say to anybody else. So I just want you guys to really please uh, support me in that, in your prayers. And I really want to, you know, let that go really seriously. So... And it, and it is possible for you, Mary, because I, I used to be very, I mean, from the time I was a little girl, I was always your, your own worst enemy. You know, you're so hard on yourself, Leslie, blah, blah, blah. And I truly feel like that has changed for me over the last couple of years, well, six months, whatever. It's like I just, and again, not all the time, but it, it is possible. And I'm I'm happy for you. I'm excited for you to feel that peace that you are good enough no matter what you say, think, do. Because it's the truth. Well, thank you. Was there any particular thing that helped you really get that concept grounded or just practice? You know, it was not like any huge big aha moment at all it's just it seems like it's just been a gradual gradual knowing and gradual believing and it's certainly all this work that we've been doing I'm sure that's been the reason I mean there's I just know two years ago there's no way I could have left that other attorney's office after six hours working there and just said you know what this is not a good fit for me I would have stayed there for two months been miserable tried given 150% just to make them see that I was good enough and I could do the work. It wouldn't have occurred to me that, well, hang on, honey, Leslie, do you, is this something you want to do? Is this making you happy? That wouldn't have been anywhere in my radar, nowhere. And it just, it just was. And I know it's because of, you know, the higher Holy Spirit self and all the prayers and, just that faith and trust is just so huge. One thing I just want to read real quick, and this is from Holy Shift from Robert Holden, and it was just from July 2nd. And this this is just, I just went in the house and got this because, Mary, this, this might help you. It says, uh, and, and these are just little quotes from A Course in Miracle that, that he's written for us. A, a daily one for the year it says whenever you question your value say God himself is incomplete without me the truth about you is so lofty that nothing unworthy of God is worthy of you I thought that was very powerful and that's from the text chapter 9 section 7 chapter 9 it, it says, yeah, it says text dash nine, and then Roman numeral seven, and then eight colon one through two and four. But I can, I can um, tell you what page is on if that's too confusing. No, do you have the page? Um, I can, I can, I can find it. Sure, but you guys go on talking while I go find it. It's no, that's all right. Paragraph eight. Um, what's the semicolon? Two through four? Um, eight, yeah, yeah, one through two and then four. But it's just, you can just remember that wherever, whenever you question your value, say, God himself is incomplete without me. I mean, what mm-hmm. a powerful statement that is. And how, it's hard for us to believe it. 
You know, yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to believe it. Yeah. God himself is incomplete without me. God himself wow. is incomplete without me. That's really heavy. Yeah, I thought so. And it's funny, Mary, because when I read that, I did think of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's good. Hey, I wanted to ask anybody if they know of a book that has uh, all the Course in Miracle prayers in it. Oh, that would be a good book. I don't know. Because there's so many prayers of A Course in Miracles. Uh, I'm going to email Robert Perry and see if he's got anything like that or can give me any tips on that. Well, something to keep our eyes open for. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks for that. God himself is incomplete without us. Without me. Without me. Yeah. The truth about you is so lofty that nothing unworthy of God is worthy of you. That's pretty deep. (laughs) Yeah. You can add us, Mary, because when you, you know, and sometimes because when you're praying for other people, we're we're all one, you know. I mean, that's really, that's really hard to sink into your awareness or whatever is that we're all one. So Mm -hmm. when you, you can add a second line and put the us in it. Just, but I think it's important too, Mary, for you to believe it about you, me, Mary. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh you're God. supposed like, to take stuff personal. Mm-hmm. And it is on page one seventy-seven. Just to let you know. One seventy-seven. Okay. Let's yeah. See. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I'm there now. Okay. Let's see. Two through four. I have the really new book, so I don't know if it's... Yep, I've got that one, too. Yeah, God himself is incomplete without me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Remember this when the ego speaks. Ooh, good. And you mm-hmm. will not hear it. Mm-hmm. The truth about you is so lofty that nothing unworthy of God is worthy of you. Wow, that's... Choose then what you want in these terms and accept nothing that you would not offer to God as wholly fitting for him. You do not want anything else. Yeah, that's very powerful, I thought. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. That's really great. Mm -hmm. Really great. Well... That's really that, just that one statement that that um, God is incomplete without me. It's my this judgment came up in my mind, and uh, and I just I thank you for you you gave me another opportunity to release judgment. You know, it's so amazing how many opportunities I get every moment. And it's so amazing how I see that so much more clearer than I used to, because that that's the that's the prayer that I pray every day, 
that, that I'm so grateful for all the opportunities um, to that are shown to me every day, every minute. And because I say that all the time, it's true. Yeah. And, and it's not easy to to believe that always about myself, you know, that that we are mm-hmm. good enough or I am good enough, but especially when the ego's jabbering away at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because initially it seems so arrogant. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, when your self-esteem is bottoming out, you know, and if you believe in the Course in Miracles... It's like, I wouldn't talk to God this way. <laughs> I wouldn't think about Jesus this mm-hmm. way. How can I, Mary, or Leslie, or Carla, or Chris talk about me this way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or anybody judge, else. Judge, 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 judge. Exactly. Good point. Or anybody else. Yeah. Or anybody else. Yeah, that, that brings up something in my mind now. Because I have AC in my house, and it's been a really hot summer, so it's been such a blessing that the one time I get it this year, it's like so useful. And um, it's interesting because my my housemate opens her window (laughs) in her room, and I'm like trying to release that thought that I'm like, I don't want to turn my AC on. I mean, so it's that jabbering in my head I want to release that I might tell her if she doesn't close it in the next hour (laughs) Um, but I want to do it not out of anger I want to do it out of love for myself I don't know if I can do it out of love for her (laughs) yet uh, and I'm like, I don't know if you listen to Kenny Call. She's supposed to be not here anymore, but <laughs> she still is. But um, but I had to write, had to make a document that she signed. That was kind of harsh. That in, in on a certain date, by the ninth at noon. If she's not gone, if she's moved all her stuff out, it's going out in the street. And I'm like, please, please, please don't force me to do that. I don't want, I'm not interested in that. I just don't know how to feel about it. It's interesting. I'm kind of conflicted. Because I don't want to be mean, but I need to stand up for myself, you know? How do you do that? Also, Carla, you don't know what maybe having her, if it comes to that, maybe it's a lesson for her, you know, not just for you, but for her, too, that Mm. this is some lesson that she needs to learn. That's a good point. Thank you. And, you know, I'll say one thing that I learned this week is when we walked into the room last week, it was 94 degrees at the study group. And the uh, administrator that was in the office in the evening, she said, 
the air was on, so I, I suggested we keep the doors closed. And she said, no, open the doors. Keep the doors open because that will let the hot air out. And I, I, didn't think, I didn't think that would be the case, but apparently that's the case. So when you, when you do have a room you're trying to cool off, um, it is to keep the doors to the hot room open. I, I always believed it was the other way, but anyhow, we did that and the room cooled off. But anyhow, I just wanted to offer that up. That's mm. what that's reminds me. You don't know what anything is. <sighs> no, and it's hard. Compassion sometimes in those moments, it is hard to have compassion because you think you're doing the right thing, but you know you just but, said it. But I things for. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that Jesus or any, the Holy Spirit, that, I mean, this is where I have a little bit of a problem, too, because it's like, I don't believe that Jesus would be a doormat. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I believe the higher Holy Spirit self and spirit does take care of us, but this is when I get a little confused about working in the invisible versus working in the physical. Because there comes a point where you do need to take care of yourself. And if this person is not leaving when she said she would leave, then the next step is this. And it's not like you lied to her about how long she could stay there or anything. So I don't know. That's sometimes... Yeah, this is a big lesson know. for me. This is a huge lesson for oh, me to yeah. figure out. Carla, I have to have to add that, you you know... You need really, really to know that it is your right to have her find her own way. I mean, I had I had people who we called squatters. So, um, I know where you're coming from, and you have. I mean, it's your place. You have every right, and she has to claim her own prosperity and this and that. And you've given her, and if if. She doesn't go in and you let her stay you you kind of like are responsible for her her karma. you know what I mean it's not it's something it's it's you need to do that you need to to set your your it's a loving it's a loving action that you're doing i I guess what you're saying is how do I know how do I know that me um Setting a limit, setting a definite, isn't helping her. How do I know that? I think that it is. Yeah. That's where it comes, I don't want to say need, but that's where the trusting comes in. I mean, you Mm -hmm. are... I was just going to say that. Your heart and everything you've done, your, your intention is peaceful and loving, you're setting boundaries, you're following through... And you know it's you're doing the right thing i mean i i think i mean to to us it's it's clear, but I know you have the feelings because you're such a compassionate person and you don't want to hurt any but hurt her feelings and even something you do or say she might not even think about it, she might just blow it off, but you're gonna think about it because that's your nature because you're a loving compassionate person. <laughs> but Thank also, you. also, if you just get and, and really quiet, well, and just ask your, I was just going to say, just if you also get really quiet and ask yourself what, what, 
what is bringing me peace. I mean, if you have absolutely no peace about, I mean, no peace after you've prayed and everything about putting her out on the street, I mean, you have to follow your peace. And sometimes the peace is not, I know before, it's like when, just recently when I was just starting to get desperate and looking at the sales jobs and everything, I'm like, I had no peace about it. No peace. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think if if we listen to that still small voice, well, you know, it might become clearer for you. And I, I mean, I'm sure you, you, you've done that. But I agree with Mary. We just, <laughs> we just, we just love you and don't want anybody to take advantage of you, darn it. But we don't know what AP is for either. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I do feel fine about giving her an extra week, and I feel also I do. But then I start to doubt myself. It's like I'm really good in the moment. But it's when I go back to the thought. It's like I'm reliving the thought. I'm no, I'm not present. That is that is the, one of the biggest issues I have. Is when I go, I, I something happens, I'm okay in the moment, or I do whatever comes up for me in the moment. You know, I'm fine with that. Even if it's not the most loving thing, I'm fine with that. It's when I go back and think about it again. That's when it gets me. Uh, I don't let it go. Uh. Yeah, it's that ruminating. You know, it's the mind and those thoughts. The thoughts don't always—they lie. They don't—they're not the truth. The thoughts. The ego wants us to ruminate and reevaluate and self-doubt ourselves. But you know, just—I just encourage you and will support you in prayer and. Just really bring in that Holy Spirit, and it's 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 going to be divinely guided in every way. When when is she supposed to? What's her deadline? When is it? Noon at ninth on the ninth. It's her stuff is leaving if if she doesn't. I think you know what's funny is it. I believe her when we made the agreement, and I think it, and now that's changed. I'm still kind of, I still believe her. That, and so that's where my doubting comes in. Like, how can I believe her when she's still here, you know? Uh, but I, but then I go to, I don't know what anything is for. This is all for my learning. And I just, yeah. My, my that's question that's her- the important thing. My question, Carla, is what's a week going to do if you do give her another week? What's that going to – how is that going to change anything? And does she have well, – you know what I mean? Is that just prolonging the agony or is that no. – I don't know. I, I really – I'm not sure I want to I, – I appreciate your thought, but I'm, I'm, I'm just – Have you given her another week, Carla? Or is it something yeah. you're debating about doing? Oh, you have? No, the ninth is it. I am done. My my sister comes on the 20th, and I need preparation time. That is it. I have come to my limit. That is it. And yeah. I, I feel, and I feel that hardness. And part of me is like, whoa. 
<laughs> and Pumi's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and celebrates it. So it's fine. I just, it'll be as loving as I can do, and that's fine no matter mm-hmm. what. So exactly, I'm I'm just doing my best, right? <laughs> just like everybody else, I'm just doing my best. And as long as I yeah. believe, I'm, as long as I truly believe that that's what I'm doing, then I can release all the judgments. I can let them go. And I thank you for this opportunity to speak that because now it's recorded and I get to hear me say it over and over again. And so if I want to choose that. <clears throat> and so, um, but thank you, I'm just letting it go. And so that's what, that's what, that's. That's so it is. <laughs> yeah, and I I really see it as um, I know it feels like you know when you speak with conviction it feels hard, and you know the word that you choices words that you use, but really it's you being firm and as compassionate as you can be, but being firm. And you know sometimes we need we need that in our lives, and so um you know sometimes uh, you've been you know inside you're really a soft person, but you know you just i think you're you know the truth, that's your truth, and you're claiming your truth, that's the truth for you, and um you know, I think you have to be firm so that you know circumstances and decisions and people don't change your mind because you know you have a direction you know what you want to do it's clear now it's very clear and you're just affirming it to yourself thank you i like that one line i am claiming my truth i am claiming my truth i like that line i might make a card for it yeah Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, girl, gals, um, I promised the boys that I would be there at um, 20 after for dinner. So I'm, um, I'm going to say goodbye to you, and I'll, I'll listen to what everybody has that they want to pray for, and uh, I'll do that on the replay. And um, thanks for a great afternoon, evening. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I enjoyed the conversation. Bye, Chris. Enjoy your time with Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Keep learning lots. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. What time is it? So, is there any um, prayer requests or anything besides (laughs) what I've already brought up? I guess. Well, I would just like you to um, pray for my nephew, Luke. He's just uh, he's just trying to find his way. He, he'll be 26 on July 7th, I think. And he, he's admitted he's had a drinking problem, but it's one of those things that I, I don't think he really believes it because, well, we all know about alcoholism, so I'm not going to go through that whole story, but just, just pray for him. Yeah. Well, I um my situation, you know, is um 
Ooh. Something happened. Uh-oh. I can hear you, Carla. Can you hear me? Yeah. Is Mary there? Oh, Mary must have disconnected. Maybe she'll call back in. Hmm. Well, do you have any um, final things you want to share? No, just just about my first day on Monday again. I've been getting lots of first days, it feels like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> oh, Mary? Yeah, Mary, I'm back. Are you back? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, great. You were sharing your starting to share your prayer requests. Yeah, I just uh, um, I'm struggling with um, healing my mind and my body, and um, you know this these my pain level this month has just been off the wall. I mean, I, I can't even I can't even it's it's hard to comprehend, but. Um, I just uh, I have an appointment Monday with a holistic slash MD, and hopefully I just have this feeling that there's something dietary enzyme something that I can do for this physical body that will help me, um, and I just I've got, I think the pain management program is the the lady is doing such a good job. She got promoted to inpatient, so the program's going to be cut short. So I have about two weeks left. But it's been very helpful in mindfulness and everything. But I just feel that, you know, it's so much easier for me to take a pain pill or a half a pain pill. And I'm not overusing it. Don't run out of my pain pills. I take them accordingly. But I just feel like my body should be healing. I've got that should going on. Mm-hmm. Good awareness. A, yeah, I'm having a real hard time being patient with myself. And I really know that the pain pills are really the, uh, one of the primary reasons that I'm able to function. And so in a way, with this pain management program, I've become aware that this is part of my healing because uh, the wellness um, and the function that I get from the pain pill, I mean, I I would be incapacitated um, at times. So I'm cutting myself some slack. Truly I am. But I just have so much judgment around it, and I, I don't understand that. I think it's just from the, you know, I hate to say it, but it's just, it's just an old program. It's just an old story. That's all. I can let it go, and I want to let it go. But so I guess uh, prayer and support in healing the mind, and um, that's the primary thing for me. And you know, I, I guess I would say relief of pain, physical pain, but I don't think that's the proper thing to pray for is it i don't know you know mary i think pain is one of the most difficult things to understand i I really do i uh and i don't know what your situation is and that's fine i just i I will definitely pray for you yeah yeah so 
because pain is just so hard for me to understand how all healing is at the level of the mind. But when you're in pain, you're in pain. And sometimes, you know, I mean, there is modern medicine for a reason. And But, yeah, you know, and, again, and I also understand it is part of part of our story, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's it's really hard to comprehend for people who, who've never had any kind of chronic mm-hmm. complaint. Right. And so, right. Um, I just I just want to get through this, and um, you know, I just think it's something you just have to go through. But I just feel like I um, need some support. I, I just feel sometimes just so alone in that area because mm-hmm. it's easy for me to isolate because it's more comfortable sure. for me to like today. I'm forcing myself to go out. Um, and I do. I force myself, and I have a great time. And I just say, you know, I'm tired of these physical symptoms obstructing my life. That's it. I'm going to go, and I'm going to have a good time, and I'll deal with it. You know, I'll just deal with it. Hey, Mary, I have an option. This, you're not forcing yourself to go out. You're allowing yourself to go out. Is that? Yeah, that feels better. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, there's an opportunity for me to engage with others, and I'm I'm allowing it. I'm not resisting. That feels a lot more loving. Pardon? I said that feels a lot more loving to yourself to allow it instead of to force yourself. You know, mm-hmm. as far that's as your self talk. People point that out. That's what's helpful. That helps me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being open to it. Mary. Oh, I just feel like I'm complaining. I'm sorry, but thank you. No, I appreciate the opportunity. When I'm reminding you, I'm reminding me. So thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. And uh, what, uh, uh, Carla, what's what's on your plate, your prayer plate? What are you ordering up? <laughs> okay. There's something I was um, reading in the course. Can I read just a couple lines? It says, and if you find resistance strong and dedication weak, you are not ready. Do not fight yourself. And I'm going to jump around. So today, I will make no decisions by myself. And that's what I'm interested in is make decisions with spirit. That's my thing. That's what I'm interested in. And when I'm ready, when you're ready, when we're all ready, whenever that is, it'll happen. I really believe it will happen. Do you have the reference on that, what you just spoke of? Uh, yeah, it's in the Rules for Decision on page the bottom of page 625. It's chapter 30, the, third, the first page. Six twenty-five. It, it's, so that's in the text? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, rules for decisions. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's set in six and seven. Which paragraph? One. Well, under rules for decisions, paragraph okay. one. Oh, yeah, and if you find resistance strong and dedication weak, you are not ready. Do not fight yourself. Ooh. No, that's good. <laughs> that is so good. Good one. I'm writing that down. Okay. Does somebody want to pray out? Oh, let's see. Let me just get right there. Okay, six. Okay. Okay, well, let's do a let's do a round robin. I'll start, mm-hmm. and uh, the call. You know, we got a, a few extra minutes, um, and then sometimes I think it's nice to hear everybody say something about everybody since we got a small group today. So, um, does that sound okay? Do you understand? Oh, perfect. Like, Something for all four of us, and then Carla. It doesn't have to be something long, but just some little blessing. Okay. So um, in this closing prayer, we mindfully uh, connect, consciously connect with the Holy Spirit. And we call forth a blessing. We claim this blessing. We affirm that we are perfect, whole, complete, Holy healed, guiltless, and we are love. We affirm this awareness for each other and for ourselves. We are so grateful and thankful for the opportunities and the awareness that we have. We share the expansion with everyone because we are truly connected in spirit with them. We pray for Leslie. We're so grateful for her job and her new boss and grateful and thankful for the blessings in that area and the opportunity and pray for Leslie's nephew as his um, opportunity for um, alcohol substance is a form of self-medication that we are also familiar with and that it's a rare person who doesn't have that struggle in their lives. And for this young man, 28 years old, we just hold him in divine light, claiming that he is perfect, whole, and complete and that we are all, everybody in the family is learning, doing their best And so grateful and thankful for Chris and Dave and their blessings and gratitude for Ethan. And Carla, support her in her roommate situation and may the blessings and the divine order and the awareness and knowledge and truth and true perception that's flowing through Carla with so much love um, may her roommate see that the blessings 
and the golden opportunity that she has shared being under the same roof of Carla in love and compassion. And we surround this relationship. We see this relationship as a holy relationship, and we release the ego involvement in this relationship. We're so grateful and thankful for the opportunity to learn in this area. And I affirm that I am perfect, whole, and complete. There is opportunities and awareness for healing in the mind, and I accept them, and I claim them, and I affirm that my body is healing. Amen. As we take this breath of gratitude and love together, I see the four of us on this call holding hands, feeling the love of each other, and we invite all those that are listening to this call at a later time to join our precious circle. And we breathe in the presence of Jennifer, our wonderful teacher. We're so grateful for her, so grateful for the teachings and for all that she has been through that we can learn from. And we just pray for the light and love to surround Mary at this time, that she may truly believe that God is incomplete without her. She is perfect, whole, and complete at this very moment, very moment in time. She is everything she needs to be. And we just see any pain and suffering in her mind, in her body, just just going away with the violet flame just leading the way. And, of course, we pray for Chris. We bring her special light and love and blessings galore that she in her time with Ethan is just so, such a gentle learning experience for both of them. Help us all learn from the judges we make of little and big things. Help us to learn that we are truly all one. And any any tiny bit of learning is learning for all of us. And in this special circle of light and love, we we bring Carla forward. Thank you, God, for the special being that Carla is. We just pray and we are inviting her roommate into this circle of light and love. We don't know what lesson her roommate is here to learn, but we know that she is a perfect child of God, just as we are. And we just pray for her to do the things that she needs to do with grace and ease and love. And we thank you that Carla is so willing and available to learn and teach us all. And we pray that when her sister comes, that she, of course, is in this circle of light and love and gratitude as well, and that they have a marvelous time together. And speaking of sisters, I just want to bring in my prayer partner, Sally, who was spending a wonderful time with her sister in the UK. And I just bless them with light and love and just joy, 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 joy. And, of course, I am surrounding myself with love and gratitude, knowing that I am in the perfect place at the perfect time, and I can count on God every second of every day. And Jesus walks beside me as does my higher Holy Spirit self, and 
angels are surrounding us all. And all of the people in Nashville living feel the love that we have for you all. And Linda, we know that you are on this path that is for your greatest learning with your mother and father and sister. And we just want to send out a special blessing blessing to you and, and all the people that are normally on the call. You know who you are, Philip and Margo and Sally and everyone. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for hearing our prayers. We love you so. Amen. Amen. Wow. All right. <clears throat> I'm so filled with spirit, <clears throat> excuse me, hearing both of you. Um, I'm just going to say that I, I'm not good at naming names, so I'm just going to include everybody. Um, everybody, uh, everybody, we are all one. We are connected to our heart. We are living with an open heart. We are allowing ourselves to be whatever we are in each moment without judgment, knowing that we are doing our, we all are doing our best. And that may appear better or worse in any moment. That's fine. That is fine. So living with that allowing open heart is so filling, so energizing, so peaceful. And we're going to go through the world and we're going to just trot forward with that open heart, unafraid. And when, when that crops up, we let it go. We let it go. We release any fear. And we are open to all opportunities that happen each day as it, as it unfolds the rest of our life, as it seems to come to us. We are open and we are so happy and grateful and willing that we can live this life with joy and abundance and all those things I mentioned before, I won't, it doesn't need to be mentioned again because it is within us. Even when we, even if we don't remember, it is us. We are it. We are all it. And we step forward to the rest of our lives together, knowing this fully. And as we, gather that learning and that awareness and that strength and that power we share with everybody all the world because we are one <clears throat> we are truly one spirit <clears throat> my voice is gone amen <clears throat> amen amen mm. that was lovely Thank you. yeah Thank beautiful you. beautiful Happy fourth. <clears throat> yeah, have a blessed holiday. Love you. You too. Love, yeah. love you guys. Love you too. You guys have a super great day. Okay, mm. thank you. Okay. Mm, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mary? Yep. Are you still there? 